All right, let's do it. Making plans with the boys. I'm going to hit the town. Get this thing going. Let's go. I am going. I don't have all day for this. I have the timer running. I've got the equipment set. Your lovely voice is penetrating the airwaves as we speak. And I'm rolling my eyes. (laughs) Jeez. My God, the fair is finally over. (sighs) You're telling me. Two weeks of that kid going like crazy. Oh, you went too. Yeah, I went a few days. Not as much as he did, but enough. Yeah. And it was hot. I think the weather had a lot to do with it. I don't think it's ever been more humid at the fair. And that made such a difference on animals, on kids, on people visiting. What a wreck. Yeah, I was telling you when I got into the car, I was like, dripping my skin was glistening it was sweating i was like yeah i'm just losing all this liquid how come men just sweat profusely but women glisten that's that's right we glisten (laughs) there's no such thing as sweating for women we glisten we glow we glow yes you do you glow okay (laughs) that's what we do but the fair was nigh i mean i saw i had the privilege of being there like before it opened to the public and yeah. then into where the public goes just showing up. By so, the first hours. So, yeah. yeah. And I I really enjoy that. I was able to go through the um, buildings to see what people were making and stuff. And so that was kind of fun. I love those little displays and went and saw well, the ag mechanic. You did see a lot of people, though. There was a lot of people in early. It wasn't like you were all by yourself there. There were still people to Oh, there was with. tons. Most of them were, you know, associated with the kids that were there because there were so many animals that were showing. Um, so our kid spent all summer feeding a goat, raising a goat, training a goat. Right. And he won a ribbon for a floral design. <laughs> I know. I know wow. that was so funny. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. I actually totally forgot about it. And then we were going to go walk. I wanted to go see like what was in the buildings and the stuff displays. and what displays and who, who was because remember, I was thinking of doing an embroidery thing, yeah, right? But I didn't submit it. I didn't get it done in time. And I wanted to go see what kind of the competition was. Sure. So that's why I went in there. And then I saw all these floral arrangements and I went, oh, crap, that's that's right. (laughs) No, but I was like, I forgot he did tell me that he was submitting it. It wasn't like he asked for it to be submitted. The teachers pretty much said, you're submitting it. I think they just wanted to Yeah, but when I talked to him, he didn't didn't fight him. He's like, no, all right, I'll throw something in there. The fair, sure, you got it. He didn't care at all. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. I know, but it was just so shocking that he won. I I was like, you won third? (laughs) Okay. It's just like he With looks flowers. At you. That's right. He's like, I got a good eye for this, mom. Just letting you know. And he got that from his mother. I because I worked at a florist. Well, that does make you an expert. And I did designing thirty years ago. You worked at a flower shop. Therefore, naturally, our kid wins a, a third place. That's trophy. the artistic side of me, the crafty <laughs> side of me coming out in him. Well, I didn't like. 
I didn't like some of the bad shenanigans that went on in the fair. We talked about this last episode with our daughter. We won't go into that again. I didn't like some of the judges, how they raced through, really hurt the kids. Yeah, I think you find that in every fair, though. I mean, if I wanted to, like you always say, I always find the other side of things and stuff. And I was thinking about the judges. And that particular day that they went was very hot, very humid in the barn, not giving him any excuses, but I'm sure he was very uncomfortable. And that's and there's Maldon. That's all you're doing is giving him excuses. You're exactly. Full of shit. I know. I, don't care. I know. No, I listen. Know. Next year, I'm going to the fair, and I'm going to see as the as as the moment develops for the judging. I'm going to find out which judge. It's not hard to tell. You can see which ones are standing there, and they're going to judge whatever he's doing. All I'm going to do is grab that dude and say, <laughs> "You're going to be fair." And That's he's going it. to go, whose kids, whose dad no, is that? No, no, I don't want him to know which kid is mine for better or worse. I don't. But I'm going to grab him and say, you're going to fucking do this correctly and take your time so these kids who have worked all summer get a fair shake. Or we're going to meet in the parking lot afterwards. Just what? be fair. See, my diplomatic side would go to the Kern County Fair Board and go to them and say, tell them, give them the, the example and say, listen. When your judges come to this fair, you need to sit them down and tell them, remind them, because they should know that these kids have worked six months or longer building a relationship with this animal, yeah. feeding it, taking the time, not even just the just the kids, but the parents. Some of the parents have to drive their kids to, to these places. To and from, twice a day. It's a family thing that the judges need to remember that this is something they've been working forward to for those, six months. Those kids that didn't even get a fair look. Right. The judges just skimmed over them like, yeah, the other person wins. That's it. They never even got looked at. You know, you know, you were there. How heartbroken. Oh, those yeah. Kids I saw were, it on their faces. Going, I didn't even get I didn't even get a chance to show my, my I, They didn't get their spotlight. No. They didn't get their chance to shine. If you lose, what they've been. that's one thing. But if you get blown to the side, like I'm not even looking at you or your animal. Too bad. See you later. How devastating for kids. Yeah, it was. It was horrible. Well, so. next year I make you know what? You can sit with the you can sit with the the board <laughs> and you can talk to them. And then I'm gonna have a little talk with the judge. Okay. Make sure he's fair. All right. So hey, I've heard a lot of rumblings going on. What? What the heck is going on with Facebook? Oh my God, what a mess. Um well, uh you know, Facebook and Instagram are tied together. But wait a minute, maybe maybe on the flip side of that, people aren't seeing it. Maybe it's just, is it just on our side? Like, is it on our development side or or is it affecting our well, viewers? I'll tell you what. It's a, Let me get to the story and then you can decide. If, okay, go. Um, Facebook and Instagram are tied together. Correct. So we put up a video, a picture of an iceberg, okay? Oh, yeah. Floating in the water, mm -hmm. like a cartoon drawing of an iceberg. Mm -hmm. And uh, Instagram says, you, you, can't, you can't talk about cocaine. And I said, dude, it's a fucking iceberg. And they, they within two days, they said, oh, yeah, 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 we're sorry. Your uh, your review has been looked at, and you're good. And they posted They can't it. tell the difference between a pile of cocaine and an iceberg. Apparently not. So, they, so they cocaine, put a, cocaine floats in water. Yeah, and most huh. of it's underwater, apparently. Okay. Well, so, they're really brilliant over yeah, there on Facebook. Is, we're off to a good start. Can yeah. you tell? <laughs> yeah, I can tell. We okay. can't tell the difference. So we posted it. They took it down and said, don't talk about cocaine. We submitted a review. They approved the review. They put the video back. Okay. Everything's fine. Got it. So then uh, four or five weeks later, they pulled the video down and said, you can't talk about cocaine. 
what <laughs> our American <laughs> education system at work. I said, they can't I, tell the difference. I said, you've already, well, forget the difference. We've already done this. It's the same video. I think these people need to go watch Sesame Street. They do. One of these things is <laughs> not like the other. <laughs> One of these, these things, things does not, not belong. belong. All right. So uh, so then fighting with Instagram, it bleeds over into Facebook. Then they start watching what you're doing there. Great. Now, I thought that they were, I woke up one morning, we were part of the Instagram Reels program. A lot of, the, a lot of our listeners watch the shorts. The kid films his ambush video, and then he puts it up everywhere so everybody can yeah, see it. Yeah, understood. Same, same video. Right. All of a sudden, he had like 80 videos or something on uh, Facebook Reels, and they were gone. The whole Reels what? was gone. It wasn't an option. Then the next day, it came back. Then the next day, it came back, but there was no bonus program to be part of. The, the little dollar sign was gone. You couldn't even look at it, but there was no explanation what why. What the heck is so going on? When I started doing some homework, he asked me, he said, Dad, I got to go to school. Can you look into this? So I'm, I'm poking around on the internet. First of all, let me tell you. YouTube has the greatest help chat people on the planet. Excellent. They will sit with you forever. Facebook doesn't have any way to even contact them. <laughs> There's no way to do it. That figures. So I was poking around, and while I was on just the regular internet, I wasn't even on an app, there was these groups that were talking about the Reels program and how fucked up Facebook is. And it is amazing that... Allie, our moderator, she was she's been trying to help with this. She goes, I swear to God, everything I go look at on Facebook looks lo looks like they're a brand new fucking website, still working out the bugs, yeah, still working out the kinks. What Gen a Z kid mess. asked me to do it months ago, and I was flipping through it, and I, you kind of go down a rabbit hole sometimes, and then you get to a brick wall, yeah, then you got to climb all the way back out, and, and try then again. try again, and then yeah. you're, it's it's very so frustrating. It's been the kid has been trying his hardest to put up his reels, to put up his posts with uh -huh. you on the page. Yeah. And come to find out, in fact, we just found out this morning that Facebook has admitted they were trying to restructure their app and everything crashed. Huh. Everything on the real side, the monetization side, um, the, the bonus side is gone. They're coming back. Even today he posted, and I just went through, like every 30 seconds I would just log in to see what was there. Uh -huh. And you know, you just... You just tap the, the, the picture on the app and you're in. Right. Half the time it said, what's your login information? <laughs> I'm like, I don't fucking know. You, you guys know. It's all in there. Wow. I have never seen. Facebook's one of the biggest companies on the planet. They've been doing it for That doesn't mean they're years, smart. <laughs> and they literally have made this so hard on people. I don't, I don't even know how people even fucking. I don't know why the kid stays. And that's why we love YouTube. <laughs> YouTube is Gen X Talks home for YouTube sure. is your daddy. YouTube is your daddy. <laughs> anyway, so everybody who's out there trying to watch the reels, who can't find the reels, and they're coming and going sometimes, you can see them, sometimes you can't. It is a global problem with a fucked up company. Now, in the middle of all this, I want to tell you, I didn't tell you this. I was so mad last week that the kid was so frustrated. He was so angry, so upset. He couldn't get an answer. He was trying everything. I, I was on the phone with Allie, our moderator, and I said, I'm fucking driving there. It's only four hours north of here. Yes, I know that. I was going to drive there. I was just going to go. You were going to call me around 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning and go, where are you? Are you on the road? I'm like, fucking going to Facebook. I'm getting Great. some goddamn answers. And then I was going to film it. <laughs> 
for the kid. I was going to put it on a live stream. Don't think the, he wouldn't do this. With the phone in my pocket and just walk in. And you know, and I wasn't going to be mad. I was going to start off nice saying, hey, I'd like some answers. And, and you think they're going to let you in the door? They're going to let me in the door. I don't think I'll, I, I think I'd have a problem getting past the first desk. But they'd have yeah. to let me in because the, it's it's open. You walk in and say, I just want to talk to somebody about the reels. Oh, well, you know, we don't have anybody. To That's right. To They're going to go, what okay. are you talking about? There's a building here with 700 people in it. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on. They're and all I, having their lattes. Yeah, and sliding down slides and all this other <laughs> bullshit they do. Anyway, I thought that was Google. I don't fucking know. They're all the same. Yeah, you're mixing everybody fuck up. all of them up. Anyway, so the, the Facebook is working itself out. Good. We're, um, we're still banned from stars, but... Nothing I can do about that. I till guess. when? Uh, there's no date. It's under. It's our second review, and there is no time limit on it. Oh, the the cocaine floating cocaine iceberg mm-hmm. um, on Instagram. Cocaine <laughs> slash iceberg gets lifted. Don't get October, those confused, people. Uh, gets lifted October twentieth, and then we can do that again. Okay. Ah, the woes of Gen X talks. You gotta remind the people. Iceberg, cocaine <laughs> pile, same thing in our yeah, world. Same thing when you're on the internet, the same Facebook, Meta. Sorry, Meta. It's the same thing in Meta. Do you know? Do you know they're selling real estate in Meta? Huh? They at the virtual. <laughs> yeah, there's a virtual world. You can go into. This is coming. This you put on the goggles. You put on the big. You know the Oculus type glasses, and you can like Ready Player One. You're in a virtual world. Okay. And you can like, well, I want to get in a car and drive. And they have real roads. What? Like, like Interstate 5, the Grapevine, Los Angeles, Staples Center. That's kind of spooky. And if you would like to have a club or a house or do something in the virtual reality world, you have to pay for land in there. Let's have a Gen X bar. I am not going to buy a virtual fucking anything. It's fake. I'm not going to pay money and build. I'd rather build a real bar. We can fucking hang out. How much fun would that be to have a Gen X bar? Come on, wait, think wait, about in, it. In in virtual land? Yes. No. Oh, come on. Come on, that would be kind of fun. In real life? No. Yeah. We don't have time for that. I don't want to. There's no fucking. What you got to be kidding me! You a buy a virtual we're gonna, bar. Wait, we're going to bar and grill or you something. You buy a buy land that yes. you virtually pay to build your bar and grill. Okay. And then people come in and buy the virtual drinks. You take the money and pay the property taxes on your... Vir- do you understand? Yes. It's a whole other fucking... It's kind of like my Animal Kingdom. Just so you guys know, I do play Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom? Or Animal... Heyday? No. the It's Animal Kingdom. I'm pretty sure. What the fuck are you talking about? On Nintendo. About? Okay. What? This is nothing like that. This is not even close to what you're talking about. Yes, you go into a virtual store and I buy things. I buy clothing and I put it on my person. I do that. I have a me. Okay, there is so much wrong with you right now. So a Gen X bar. We are not doing a virtual Gen X bar. Let's put that down for the you know notes for said? the next staff meeting. <laughs> That's on they, the staff meeting notes. Do you know what they said? When you're in the bar, when you're in the virtual world, you can look like whatever you want. You can change yourself. I said, why would I change myself? I want to look just like this. No, no, you can. So that's change. when pronouns and everything. You could, you could. You can change everything. You could go in there as as a six foot tall blonde woman or a three foot tall redhead, whatever you wanted. I want to just go in as me. Oh, I would go in as me, but I'm just saying you could be whatever you want. You could be an aircraft carrier if you right. want to. Yeah, oh. you could be anything. Okay. You, Kate, you're scaring. I, I want all the credit cards back <laughs> right now. Oh, uh, you opened that can of worms. I was just mentioning what assholes meta was, and you're like, I'm in. Let's do it. It's kind of creepy, but it's 100 percent. That's going to make people never leave their home. Yeah, that's that's kind of the point. That's what they uh, want. Well, 
COVID will disappear. Won't <laughs> <laughs> have problems with COVID anymore. Or, or any other disease. Exactly. All right. So speaking hey, of... Hey, wait a second. What? That's making that, that uh, movie come true. Ready Player One. Well, the other one, Sylvester Stallone and the Taco Bell and the Demolition Man. How's it making that come true? Because Taco Bell's becoming a conglomerate and getting really, really big. And we're starting to have like, didn't they have sex like... Oh, virtual, virtual sex. Virtual sex. That's right. They didn't touch each other. Exactly. So here we go. We're, it's coming true. Wait, why are you smiling about this? Why? No, I'm just saying, I go, it's kind of creepy that... When did that movie come out? Many, many years ago. 93, 1993. Like, <gasps> it's scary. I think it's funny that you're like all like, well, yeah, virtual sex. Because like, it's like, that's your boundary. There's no physical touching, so you're okay with yeah, it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Oh, my God. This is a, hey, this is supposed to be a family show. I didn't say anything wrong. Well, Everybody has sex. Animals have sex. Well, you're not. Well, yeah, but you don't exactly talk. Would Disney put out a commercial or a, a movie about virtual sex? Everybody does it. No, they wouldn't. Yeah, Disney would. They do it under Touchstone. We are the Disney Channel of podcasts. When did that start? <laughs> when did we go from a R rating to a G rating? That's a big jump. I, I'm just trying to remind you that there might be children listening. It's all I'm saying. You children kinda, listening. You're getting off the reservation a little bit. Virtual sex, paying meta for, for being in a virtual world. You're smiling about it. I'm telling you this is a bad thing, and you're all in. I Give me all the credit cards. Once. <laughs> I would try it once. Why not? That's what Gen Xers do. Shit. Let's just try it. Oh, fuck. I... I Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know. Not only do I not know if I can continue, but this oh, has got to be up. one of the worst podcasts of our dynasty. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> okay. Can I ask you about your fucking cricket? Crike? What the fuck do you call that machine? Try it again. Crycut. Cricket. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of the two. It's a cricket machine. Okay. Now, I understand that you really wanted it, so you really got it. Yes. You have all the stuff that goes with it. Are I you... need a vacation to play with my cricket machine. Well, why don't you do it in the virtual world? Maybe they have a virtual cricket in the metal I don't universe. know, but that's what I, I feel like. I just need like days to time. just time. I don't have Does it do time. that much stuff? I'm sure, yes. The more I've been taking classes um, to learn about my machine, and it's pretty amazing. Well, you know, if anybody has it out there, Email me some things that you've made. That's kind of cool. Two Bear. A lot of people who are listening know who Two Bear is. Yes. Good, good friend of ours personally and a good friend of the program. Yes. His wife is really was the convincing deciding factor for me to get that for nice. you. Thank you. Because she had, she's done some stuff that's yes. pretty cool looking. So I'm not, I'm not opposed to it, but I really just, I, I guess I, you, you're getting my fatherly tone here. <laughs> I just don't want to see it sit. If you're excited about it, I'm. I'm. I'm I in. am. I'm kind of right now. I. It makes cards, and if anybody's gone and bought like birthday cards now at the store and stuff, oh my gosh, they're like six, but seven, eight dollars a piece now. But can't you just print a card on a regular printer? Well, yeah, you can, but this is more of a creative. I guess this is more of a creative outlet because I am a very creative. I've always done crafts yes. my whole entire life. And I didn't do a whole lot when the kids were around because no. it was just too yeah. much. I had too much. All my time was spent with them. Really? So now I felt... You had eight kids and you couldn't find some time to yourself? Barely, yeah. <laughs> if it did, it was sleeping. And um, 
I just, I'm kind of excited to try all the different things on it. And you did, you bought me a whole lot of supplies, but I also need some mediums like wood and, well, you know, canvases was, and things like that. I to... didn't know what it did because it, it does not do etching on glass, but, and it won't do laser engraving, but there's a lot of uh, type of engraving like on wood, it'll do. Yeah, it works on, on leather wood. too. Leather, that was another one too, yeah. Yeah, there's different things. And the other thing that you bought me a while ago was my sewing machine. So I'm like, I really wanna pull that out and put that office together and really you're have it more like of, a craft. Running out of table space, you know that. I right? know, I know. Well, you might have to build me a craft studio. No fucking way. Am I, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I refuse. That's bullshit. Oh. I was all for something like that when it was also going to be a mother-in-law house and I was going to put it way in the back of the property. I know. I was okay. We should have done that. Well, yeah, but we don't have to do that anymore. But I could still put you way on you the back. You don't have a mother-in-law anymore. No, I don't. But I, I'm still stuck with you and your creativity. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. all right. Hey, speaking of uh, creativity. Yeah. Um, this weekend... October 8th. Yeah. Because if people listen to this podcast We're doing later, something October 8th. Yeah, we? the comedy show. Are you ready? Oh. Uh, the live comedy event where you stand up on stage in front of a live audience. Have you ever done that before? When I was a kid, yeah. Oh, well, are younger. you ready for this weekend? Fuck no. <laughs> what? I, I wrote, I know I got to do, I think I have to do eight minutes. And wait a minute. Why did you want to do this in the first place? Because the kid thought it would be a good idea. Heidi put it together for us. Okay. And she was like, I could do this. I got contacts. We can go to Flappers in Burbank. There's one in Agora Hills we can do. Did she come up with this idea? Did yeah, she approach? She, yeah. She came to me and said, can Take you Take it do on the road? <laughs> yeah. Can you do a comedy show? Can you do a comedy skit? Can you do, can you do 10 minutes? And I said, yeah, I could do 10. Now, I'm not a comic. Comics, right. Comics have to work very hard at their craft. I couldn't do it. When I say I can do it, I am completely talking out my ass. Okay, that's I mean, what I thought. I'm like, <laughs> I don't see you being a comedian in your no. I post can life. I can talk about <laughs> stuff that sounds funny, you know. Maybe on a live stream, we're we're getting into a groove. Yeah, and, I can see both of you bantering back and forth like you guys do on your or like right now we're talking and maybe some of what we're saying is funny. But you have to get up there and stand in front of people, and you have to create an environment that they want to laugh, and Ugh. then you have to keep going. I could do And that. if it's just quiet, you have to keep going anyway. Ugh. If there's six people in the room and and it's totally quiet, you have to keep you can't just stand there and look at your watch and wait till the eight minutes is up and go, Thank you, good night, I'll see you next time. Oh my gosh. I wonder if the kid's nervous. Well, he was nervous. He's he said, Hey, do we have anything written down? I go, in other words, did I write anything down? <laughs> well, and you're the writer. That's your creative I said, yeah. Area. And so I said, listen, here's what we're going to do. And I kind of just led him down the path in a, who the hell is that? Go ahead. You take off your headphones. Don't rip them out of the wall. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a live uh, in studio. Oh, it's a, it's a UPS guy. You don't need to thank him personally. She has a habit of that. Look at that. We got packages. So what I was saying was that um, you you have you can't just stand there and look at the audience with nothing going on. The kid was nervous about it. He was thinking we're not going to have because we have to do two sets. I have to do a set by myself, and then we, the kid and I, Gen Z kid and I, have to go on stage for eight minutes together. We have to do a a little uh, a skit of both of us, and he was nervous because that nothing was written, nothing was prepared. 
So I in the truck we were driving down to um, to his grandma's house, your your mother's house, and we just started talking. I said, "Well, we're going to talk about this and we're going to talk about that." As soon as I did that, he started bantering. He goes, "Yeah, you and your fucking passwords. You make passwords that are thirty seven <laughs> syllables long." And I go, "But they make sense." He goes, "No, they don't make sense. They make sense to you, and they they match whatever you're doing at the moment." You're watching a movie, you get an idea for a password, you put it in the computer, none of us know what you're talking about. Yeah, and then you forget about it, and you never remember it, and you never want to input it again. Right, yeah. that that's the, And so we start talking about these things. We must have talked for 20 minutes, yelling at each other back and forth in the truck. I go, and I go, stop, stop, stop. He goes, what? I go, do you see what we're doing right here? Yeah. And he goes, yeah. I go, that's it. He goes, oh, dad, that's perfect. Just get us, just just do the stuff we always do. We get on a roll. Right. So he's less nervous. All I have to do is bring up, I think all I have to do live is bring up a few talking points and let him just be an asshole. He loves being an asshole to me. <laughs> <laughs> he loves picking yeah. apart my you life. You know what's funny? I think about about things like when we did the podcast with our daughter, yeah. we've taught our kids not to interrupt but in a podcast, you kind of have to interrupt to, a little but, bit. to to bring a comment to the thing. And I noticed our daughter just sitting there very quietly and patiently. And I'm like, it's with okay her, to interrupt. With her hands folded. And she's yeah, she's nicely. just being, like, she's listening to you. Right. I mean, it's funny. And I see You almost kid, have to point and go, your turn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I see Gen Z kids sometimes do that, like. He and I think that's sometimes why he kind of gets in trouble because he forgets to turn off that thing sometimes. <laughs> so when we're not filming or he's not filming or we're not doing a podcast, he, he's in character. Yeah. So when you're scolding him or something, he's interrupting you, and it's and like, I'm no, like, no, no, shut no, no, the no, fuck up! Not, <laughs> I'm not fucking around right yeah, now. <laughs> it's not the time to do the interrupting. It's kind of hard to yeah shut it no, off. I'd agree so. with that. And then you're yelling at me all the time because I interrupt you, but I can interrupt you in a podcast, but I can't interrupt you when you're going through your dissertation. Oh, if that were only true, you fucking interrupt, interrupt, and you're on his side, which is the worst thing. You're like, well, now, honey, did you look at it this way? And then he goes, yeah, dad, did you look at it that way? Thanks for that, mom. Go through that shit all the time. Like last night, he started, he started in on me and he pissed me off last night around four o'clock yesterday afternoon. You came in totally siding with him. Both of you were completely fucking wrong. I got up and left the room. I'm like, I can't deal with this anymore. You guys ended up doing the the, the live stream on TikTok without me. How did it go? It How went fabulous without it, you. Okay, that that wasn't the point of the story. Just <laughs> telling you, we had a great time and it went fabulous. If anybody saw it on TikTok, it went really, really well. He okay. did very well. It couldn't have gone that fabulous. Oh, it I, was fabulous. I wasn't Your there. Your job is in jeopardy. <laughs> So I was, you know, you 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 you're messing with the point I was trying to make that no, I'm not. when you guys fuck with me, you guys suffer. We didn't suffer at all, okay? And <sighs> then I got ice cream. You well, bought me ice cream. That was a little bit of an apology for some of the things I said and plus I got really mad and I shared a bunch of naked pictures of you with my friends and I shouldn't have done that and that was my way to apologize. So I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done all those things. I do regret it now. Um, but you were wrong about the, 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 the way you guys were yelling at me. <laughs> what was that, too much to absorb? <laughs> oh, God. We were yelling at you. I know. Where's my ice cream? Oh, brother. <laughs> All right, so... It's in the freezer, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Um, 
where do we end up with that? We talked about the comedy club. That was I, I told you I'm not prepared. The kid hit the kids. But then side, it sounds like you're prepared after you gave your story. So I think you just Well the kids kind of, side is I'm I don't know that my solo one is too too I guess I could just pick on you. That's a good thing for comics. What the they, hell? They pick on their wives. They do. My Shut wife, the front door. Their wives do this. Their wives do that. That's a common thing. Don't be upset. It's just comedy, honey. It's just it's for comedy. Oh, yeah. For laughs. Yeah, right. I mean, nobody's taking it seriously. You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> just the one person in the room that's being talked about. But hey, it's okay. Okay, everybody but you is going to take it seriously. Yeah. All right? Okay. Um, you better have three-part apology when you're done. <laughs> I'm not doing anything wrong. Do you know there's no rules when you're a comic, okay? You're allowed to say anything. You've, you've never been a comic, and now you have rules? Well, as far as the rules of comics go, it's a deep tradition in our craft. Bullshit. <laughs> that we we talk about whatever we want. Bullshit. We, as comics, have been doing this for 100 years. Where's my years. bullshit, Bill? Not not everything I say is bullshit, okay? You got Oh, well, it piles up pretty quick. You're not listening. Um, so what there was something else. Oh. Okay, real quick. So I we <laughs> Now you're making fun of me. Hey, I have if a you can do it live, I can do it on a I podcast. I have a handicap that you're making fun of. You have a handicap. I'm stuttering. Oh. You're making fun of the stuttering fat guy. It's okay. not nice. It's not nice. Well, Gen X mom's not a nice person. We all Gen X people aren't nice. We just say it how it is. You know, you, sometimes you're supposed to just shut up. Do you ever think of that? Yes. I, I, it, shut your whore mouth. I told you never to address me like that. I all just right. did. What are you going to do about it? I'm going to slap you. <laughs> um, the Okay, we get, we get way more emails and questions than we could ever possibly answer. That is correct. Um, we try to answer as many as we can, but there's so much out there. We do the best we can. We don't farm it out. We do it ourselves. She answers her. I answer mine. The kid deletes all of his. <laughs> he just puts, I went one time and said, did you get all your emails? You had like 300 in there. He goes, yeah, they're all taken care of. I went and looked in his email. There's 300 unopened ones in his junk file. No, that's not cool. That's <laughs> no, not cool. I made him go back out and read I them. feel bad because it takes us a few days to like return emails sometimes. We can't answer them all in one day it does it's tough but like right now just saying i got caught up finally so i'm if i stay on it every day i'll be okay but it took me through the weekend yeah. to get caught up but well I'm, I'm i've not. made it you don't you don't take a day off but i try not to do stuff for gen x talks on the weekends right. i need to like step away for a little yeah, bit no so i got you the i've been trying to catch up from the weekend stuff and then the fair Got me behind too, so big time, yeah. But you know what? To your credit, you kept up with all of the stuff you had to mail out. Anybody who wanted a bumper sticker or a hat or something, you kept yes. up with all that. Well done. Well Thank done. Thank you. Thank you. So back to the thing about the emails. We always get questions and stuff. So I'm going to give you three questions. It's time for three personal questions. I wish there was some background applause or something, but I don't know how to do that. <laughs> um, and who are these personal questions for? They're for you. Oh. Yeah, I'm reading three for you. If you, yeah, there. I, if then you, I'm going to have three personal questions for you. Well, you don't. You don't have to. You could. This could just be a one way discussion. Well, I don't like having it one way. I heard that about you. I like a variety. <laughs> I've heard that also about you. Okay, oh, brother. Ha, Why does everything go into the gutter? 
The, you, you're the one who said everybody has sex. That's not the gutter. We're st- we moved on from Do that. Do you have sex in the gutter? No, you just... We moved on from that, and you're bringing it back up. Is this another speech where I'm 12? <laughs> yep. Good. Right. I'm glad you noticed. Well, because I know that's what you're going to say. Every time I take a joke and I make it sexual, a reference that you always end up going, you're 12. There all you men go. are 12. You guys always revert back to 12 somewhere. Yes, you've grown in age and you have maturity, You've kind of learned to, you know, push down, push it down. And then every once in a while, it surfaces the 12 year old person, the 12 year old Gen X dad. Here it is. This from the woman who just said she wanted to jump into the meta virtual universe and try sex one time. And again, you're bringing it up. <laughs> All right. Question number one from three personal questions for Gen X mom Have you ever seriously thought about divorcing Gen X dad? Yes. you could take a minute to think about it you don't have to what 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 happened why were you thinking that's not part of the question it just said oh we have follow-up questions have you not ever seen a reporter at the white house House? they have a follow-up question yeah i love that i love (laughs) when they talk i have a question and then it's a paragraph well i'm not asking a paragraph no um when uh, I'm sure we've all been in that situation where you're just fighting and you're just too, you're just aggravated and frustrated and you really think about like oh just is ah uh, you know like you're just going 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 and then once it settles you're fine but it's like so did you look up a divorce lawyer's number or not no okay uh, for me that's kind of the dividing line <laughs> oh no, I've never done that I'm just like going oh my but God. you thought about how could I make it on my own. Sure, I think everybody does, don't you? I mean... Is that one of your questions? Shut up. (laughs) Right now, you're getting really close. (laughs) Where's my phone? Let me look up divorce lawyers. Although you can do it online now. We don't... You you could divorce me online? Yeah. Doesn't a judge still need to have some say-so in that? I think you probably just need it. I don't know. Maybe you just need it notarized or something (laughs) nowadays. Uh, it's too easy to get divorced nowadays. No shit. That's that's one of the fucking problems is throwaway relationships are just huge. That's why there's so many I can't things. believe it when uh, Gen Z kid tells me that guys and girls become boyfriend and girlfriend through texting and they break up through texting. Yes. And sometimes they don't hardly even see each other. He said one time there was a, a, a boy and a girl that became boyfriend and girlfriend they only saw each other at school at a couple classes. They dated for a month in, in this fashion, if you can call it dating. The virtual world? And they <gasps> broke up. Yeah. Huh. How funny. Not, Interesting. It, it was in their mind. There was no virtual world. They made up the relationship in their head, and they broke up. During- so it was their imagination? <laughs> oh, God, Lord, I can't deal. This is why I drink. It's shit like this. This is why I drink. I'm just trying to clarify you know, the dating was- world. All I was trying to point out was that kids these days fucking get together. Uh, yeah, they're throwaway relationships. At, their, at a phone. Their relationship is through a phone. They'd have sex through the phone if they could. And then at the end of the day, they break up. Yeah. And they wonder why their marriages don't last if they don't see they're each other. They're all throwaway. And, they're all yeah. fucking, they can be done with them. No, oh, whatever. That's just like my, stu- you know, I was trying to explain to our kids when they were younger. I remember sitting them down many times. One time I sat them down and they were mad about our refrigerator. Remember when the water thing went out in the black refrigerator? <laughs> yes. And they're screaming, dad, just get another refrigerator. Dad, just get another refrigerator. Just get a new one. I said, this refrigerator is only four years old. 
I'm going to fix it. Dad, that's what we're saying. It's old. It's four <laughs> years old. Get another fridge. And I'm like, that's not what you do. You fix things. I, know. I said, do you know that in the olden days, they used to fix shoes? And they all laughed at me. I had six kids laughing, going, Dad, nobody, nobody fixes shoes. Or yes. darn your socks when you had a Darning, hole in them. That's right. And they looked at me like, Dad, when you're done talking, just go get another fridge. I said, I'm not getting another refrigerator. I'm going to fix this one, which I did. But that just, um, they throw everything away. They it, The shoes, they throw them away. Socks, it, and then it gets to the point where it's not even if something's broken or not working, they just don't like it. Yeah. I go, exactly. where's your where's your hoodie? I just bought you a hoodie. It was $60. Oh, yeah. My friends were making fun of me because it was yellow. You wanted the yellow one. Mm. I threw it out. Can I get another one? No. I know. It's it's just temporary fix. All right, a temporary where's my medication? Because I'm getting mad. I know. Calm <laughs> down, man. Uh, okay, another question. You have three que- three personal questions for Gen X mom. Well, one's down. One's down. Number two, name one time Gen X dad told you no and you hated it. <laughs> Just last week, he what? says no to my credit cards every single time. Don't spend on your credit cards. Okay. Don't use Hold- your credit cards. Stop using your credit cards. Hold You're on. maxing out your credit cards. Hold on. Stop <laughs> doing it. Okay, to be fair, I didn't say no to your credit cards, although that that did lead into that discussion. You asked me for my credit card because yours was maxed out, and I said no. That is not the same thing as what you just said. Well, yes, it is. And then, then there's times where he gets so mad that he takes my credit cards. It's hilarious. So not only do I get a no, my credit cards get taken away. Yeah, but then I learned that that you see, I take her. I do. <laughs> yeah, but listen I to take, this. I have taken her credit cards. This away. is great. No, it's not great. This is you doing an end run. He forgets that. They're Some on, of the credit cards are, are online. in my phone. <laughs> yeah, they're all hooked up to Amazon. They're hooked up to yeah, all the other stupid shit He thinks shit he's so you smart. You know, okay, if I, I feel like I'm talking. I'm like the greatest teenager ever. I feel like I'm talking to one of my kids. <laughs> if I take your credit cards, that should be symbolic of don't fucking spend any more money. That's, that's what that means. Just because you found another way, just because you have access, doesn't mean you should be doing it. I Do you hear it. the tone in his voice? This I'm, is what I get. I'm because you, yes, you thank you. This is what you get. This is what you created. Do I you feel his blood pressure going up? I'm so fucking mad right now. <laughs> he's worked himself up, and I'm sitting here just smiling, you guys, and he's so worked up over there. I'm his face is turning red. Turning red. Yes, I am. <laughs> I am getting mad because I haven't done anything wrong. It's hilarious. Not not today. <laughs> it's, today's only half over. Oh my goodness. Whew, calm down. I, I'm calmer than you are, dude. No, you weren't. I'm calmer than you are. You are now. Okay. I am reminded of one of the greatest philosophers of our time. Oh, man. Iceman from Bodfish, who in situations like this was quoted as saying... Chicks, man. Chicks, man. Chicks. All right, what's my third question? And that sums it up. I'm going to move on now. Chicks, man. Um... <clears throat> Three personal questions for Genix mom. Question number three. Not, oh, it's on the other buff. part of both pages here. Name one thing you tried to do to keep your marriage as strong as possible. Hmm. Name one thing you do to keep your marriage as strong as possible. I try to say yes to all of the requests that he needs, whether it's... It's being by his side, 
um, supporting him, you know, making him breakfast, whatever. You it's, actually do do that pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have a motto. We, I don't even think we've ever told everybody our motto that no. we have, we have done. And I, I want to tell that story. I don't think anybody would believe us if to tell what we do, but yes, that your, your answer of always saying yes about everything is a hundred percent right. Yeah. What, when, uh, where did our motto come from? Do you remember? Ooh, our I, marriage motto. Am I going to get in trouble if I don't? Yeah. Um, God, it was a long. I year. know. I don't remember. 20, it was a card. I don't remember twenty minutes ago. Do you remember a card? Okay, that wait. I found. There's two different things you're going for here. The, I'm doing the card one. Okay, I do know the card one. Yeah. It was a it was a card that I pulled out yep. of a card store, like a Hallmark store, you right. guys. And I went to Gen X Dad and I said, "This needs to be our motto." Yes. And we went forward to it. What do you remember what it was? It was it was the girl speaking. It was a little boy, little girl. Right. And the little girl said uh, No, was, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. The little boy's holding what? Hold on. He said, um the little girl is the one speaking in the card. She said to the boy, You hold the umbrella and I'll hold you. Correct. And that was where it began. Right. That's but, our motto. Right. But that's not our the marriage thing that we do that has to do with always saying No, yes. but that's been our thing yeah. with with my role to you. You have it said that It goes along me. with what you just asked me, I what I that, do. I will say that's true because there's been many times when a decision needs to be made and we're having trouble picking right. what we're doing. Right. And you have walked up and said, whatever you think is best, go ahead and do it. You hold the umbrella. I'll hold you. Right. You've 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 actually said it out loud in the conversation. Yes, I repeat it yeah. all the time so we remember. You know that what that does what for me though, to be honest with you, although I do love and appreciate it when you say that, it puts me in check because as soon as you walk up, we're arguing, we're fighting, or we're discussing something, something something big, uh-huh. and you finally go, Look, go ahead, just do what you're gonna do. I'm with you. You hold the umbrella, I'll hold you. Mm-hmm. As soon as you walk away, I'm like I, I'm thinking in my head, am I fucking this up? <laughs> because now it's like, you better be sure what you're doing. Yeah, it's a tough as, job. As the guy, when you say, look, I'm with you. You got this. You hold the umbrella. I'll hold you. And then I sit there and go, am I holding the umbrella correctly? Right. Am I? Because if I fuck this up after you've just given me your support, no, I, I'm with you. It's, it has worked out well for us. Yes, it has. For 20-some years, we've, we've been well. Yes, but and we still have that card, by the way. We do, yeah. I took that card and I framed it, and it's up in our in our bedroom, just so you guys know. That's just something that we have always said to each other. Now, the other part of that that you were when you when the question was, "What do you do for your marriage?" You say you always say yes. I agree with the umbrella story, but also one of the mottos that we have for each other is, and we quietly do this, is. Our, my job is to exceed her expectations. That is correct. Now, let me tell you guys what men out there, I've talked about this a little bit before, but let me tell you what I mean. If she tells me, hey, can you take out the trash? I take out the trash. I take it out to the trash can. I sweep up all the trash and the leaves around the trash can. I come back in. I put a new bag in the trash, and I wipe down the trash can. Why? Because she asked for something specific, take out the trash. I try to exceed her expectations. Now I know it's dumb. It's the trash. But imagine if you did that with every single thing your wife asked you to do. 
if she says, hey, I can't go out. Can you go out and water the garden for me? And you go out there and water the plants or water the garden. But you also say, well, and I also swept up the patio. Whatever you're doing for your wife, you should try to exceed her expectations. If you buy her dinner, buy her a dessert. Right. If you if she wants to watch, if you guys are going to watch a movie, let her pick the movie. Just a little, any little thing you can do that exceeds the moment. She, I'm promising you guys, I, I, I will tell you this as a truth. If you do that unselfishly, and I, and I don't mean walking up to your wife and going, hello, I exceeded your expectations. <laughs> what are you doing for me? Come on, it's my turn. What are you doing what for me? What have you done for me lately? Janet Jackson. <laughs> no, um, you, you don't do that. You, in fact, that's the, that's the only other part of the rule is you got to shut the fuck up about it. You're not allowed to say anything. Just do it. But I'm telling you. But it works week, the other way too. A it's week for goes wives. By, a two weeks go by. Three weeks go by. Your wife will have no choice. No choice in her soul. She will begin to turn towards you, do for you, become close. She has no choice. Mm -hmm. You are taking that situation in control uh, and, and moving her towards you just by your kindness, just by your effort. Yeah, and it builds your relationship too. You're a partnership. You're not, you're not a single person. You're not alone in this relationship. It, to build and to make your marriage better, you got to work at it. But it's just, it's such a dumb thing to say out loud. Um, you'll fix me, say, hey, do you want a sandwich for lunch? Yeah. You bring me a sandwich and some salsa and yes. some chips and something to drink. You just, you just go, you, you exceed right. my expectations. That's why I'm saying I go, it works for wives too, yeah. that you can exceed their expectations on all kinds of things, not just do their wash, no. but fold it, put it away for them. You know, that it's, kind of thing. It's those little things that count. It's amazing how far we've come with that, with you and I, that, um, and I know you, you get into a position where you can do bigger things for each other, but that's not the point. The point is, in fact, if I was going to make a point, it would be about the smaller things. Mm -hmm. And you literally all day, I, that's why your answer was so perfect. You know, you do, you answer yes to everything. Yeah, everything. I just did something in the, gro even as simple as grocery shopping. I bought him his favorite sauce just out of the blue. I found it at the grocery store, brought it home. And it was this, this dipping sauce that yeah. he likes. And it just put a smile on his face. And that, it was I had, just. I hadn't seen it before. It was always at yeah, a restaurant. That's what I'm saying. It goes something like that. Or his favorite candy bar. Sometimes when I run to the store, if I see it because it's really hard to find, I'll buy him his favorite candy bar. I mean, it's just. And it's today I was trying to think of something simple and I was, I was buying you a dishwasher. So. <laughs> You see, you get candy bars for me, and I get a dishwasher for you. you oh, okay. See? Oh, so are we keeping score? Dollar amounts now? That's yeah, not you, the point. You got a long ways to go. Yeah, that's not the point. I want 700 candy bars. Okay, so <laughs> since we're talking personal questions, All right, yeah. let me throw a few out at you. Okay. And I... and. A couple people have asked this, and you've you've sidestepped this conversation. I so. don't sidestep anything. Go ahead. Or what's my word? You deviate. De de no. Divert. Diver deflect. Deflect. Yes. That's right. That's my word. Deflect is okay. your magic fucking word. So just a simple yes or no. Have you ever been arrested? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Follow-up question. You said it was a simple yes or no. Uh, for what? Oh, uh, which time? Mostly. Well, just pick one. Um, uh, uh, warrant for failure to appear. 
For what? Okay, how far is this going to go? <laughs> Wait a second. I'm just teasing you. Okay, so Failure you have to appear. That was a common one for me to get arrested for. Um, here's another one. How long is your honeydew list? I'm so glad you didn't ask how far back in time it goes. <laughs> What's the oldest thing on your list? Um, my honey-do list, um, if I, to be fair, to be honest, um, from you, 30 to 40 things. Oh, my goodness. I did not want to hear that. <laughs> hey, I'll get to it. All right, here's a really tough question. This is three. You're done at three. Yes, this All is right. the last one. I saved right. the the... The toughest one. All right. Do you consider yourself a really good dad? No. Why? Um, I think I fail as a dad almost weekly. I, th I felt that way our whole marriage, our whole family cycle. I try to be a good dad, I but... You know, there was a, the first thing that I was a failure at was I wasn't there. You were always there raising all the kids, and I was working, you know, 13 hours a day. But that was out of necessity. It doesn't matter. You, you always hear stories of dads who, well, if you're a good father, you'll make time and you'll do time. And, and, I, and I looked back after 10 years went by like that. I know. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm not. And... I didn't go to as many of the, of the activities that you did. You went to everything. You went to every graduation. You went to every football game, every every drama performance. You did everything, every back to school, right. every open house. I missed but all But that was my job. I didn't have a nine to five job. No, my I, job I know, was mothering you, these kids. Looking at all that, as I started working my th way through it, I could justify why I was doing it, but I felt like a failure. Mm. And then like... Um, if I look, if I look back, even right now, okay, I judge myself fairly or unfairly. Maybe this is wrong, but I do this. I judge myself on how our children turned out. So I have, we have eight children that we raised in this last batch, four boys and four girls. Um, I can picture a couple of daughters and a son right now that I am beaming over. I feel like I'm the best dad on the planet. But then if I really think about it, I think they did it. I think they accomplished their things in life and they became young men and young women, um, maybe despite me. Maybe I didn't guide them. Maybe they did it anyway. <laughs> maybe I wasn't like, uh, maybe I fucked it up and they still became good. On the other side, I got a couple of kids in mind that are complete fuck-ups in my book. Mm. And I blame myself, like, what did I do wrong? We have one son who's struggling with addiction. And I'm like, okay, where did I go wrong? What didn't I do right? How did I miss that? Although he became addicted after he moved out at right. 18. But that's, right. but I should have laid a better that foundation. That was personal choices. I should have laid a better foundation. Maybe if I'd have been a stronger role model. Maybe if I'd but we spent did. more time with him. Okay. You see what I'm yes. saying? So, no. I, I, if The most I can do is pretend that I was a good dad based on how some of my kids turned out. And even then, that's a leap, taking credit for them. They, I believe they did it on their own. But that's all I got to, that's all I got to hang on to. Mm. It's that. a tough question. I mean, I, if I look back too, I could say I could have done things differently too. I think we both did. Plus, both of us parenting at the same time. You know, trying to go through life together and juggling all these kids if, if we had the chance to go back, I think we would have done a few things differently. Well, I think everyone would say that. But here, you know, you, you 
talk to our kids now, and some of our kids are struggling with relationships, with marriages, right? Right now, they're struggling in their own and say, okay, you're having a tough time there with your husband, or you're having a tough time there with your wife, or your girlfriend, or your boyfriend. Our kids go, yeah, it's relationships, or you, there's a lot of work, it's really hard. I said, oh, now throw eight kids in there. You guys forget that it isn't easy to parent, and at the same time we're parenting, we still have a relationship we have to keep going. Yeah. There's more there's a lot more to it than than just what they think. But before we move on from this topic, I think the best way to answer this would be to ask you if I was a good dad. I think you might have a more objective answer than I ever will. That's you asked your three personal questions. That isn't a personal question. No, that's for another podcast. Because you don't think I'm a good dad. No. I knew it. No, no, I that's fucking not knew what it. I said. You said no. You said nope. Like you weren't no, a good I meant dad. Like no, no, not right now. Is not what you said, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Stop it. That is what's known as a Freudian slip. No, it's, it's when not. the truth escapes your mouth. I got it. No, I'm not a good not. dad. All right, fine. No, it's not. Stop it. I'm just gonna sit over here and cry a little bit. Okay, you do that. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, we're getting uh, we're pretty close to the end here. Let me see where we're at. Hold on, let me see what I can do. Bump, bump, bump. Yeah, it's no, the thing's still running. We're fine. Okay, I'm looking at the numbers. It's still going. It's okay. Good. All right. What? Well, it's it just surprises me that people want to listen to us. I didn't say. <laughs> I well, wait a minute. <laughs> I didn't say people were still listening. I think oh, they okay. hung up a long time ago. Well, if you're still with us, but thanks. I, <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Um, I got one more question. Wait, wouldn't it be funny if like right now we said, because people don't, they skip around on these, they yeah. skip over stuff. Yeah. So right now, what if we said, anybody who sends us your email will send you a sticker, a bumper sticker. Ooh. Because they're, they're here, they're actually listening. Do it. Okay. Do it. So I've got new ones. Let's do the new ones, okay, the so holographic if, ones. For any of you who actually listened to the entire podcast and you got to this point, because there's, there's more to come. We're not putting this at the very end. If you email us your address, we'll send you one of the new holographic. We'll pay for the shipping. We'll pay for the sticker. We've got holographic, round, really cool Gen X Talk stickers. So send an email to genxmom at genxtalks.com, and we will make sure that you just send your address and your name wherever you want it sent. We'll make sure you get a sticker as our way of saying thank you for listening to this long. And what's the key word they should put in there? What should they label oh, the subject? Yeah, something in there. Subject line should be podcast. Yeah, just but podcast. Podcast subject podcast. Then okay. email me at genxmom at genxtalks.com. and just let Please us know your address. Add your mailing address. All right, that's and I cool. will give them out until they're gone. So we're gonna have to give away four. <laughs> <laughs> they're brand new. Just got them in. You know, two bears gonna listen to the whole thing. Lion to listen. So, but they're on staff. <laughs> I know. Well, they should get one anyway. So, so okay, one more question. So, two staff members and two fans. There you go. That's all I got. We're four. <laughs> so they're gone. All Sorry. Right. Go ahead. What's next? Okay. So, you know, I love the holidays, and they're coming up really quickly. As do I. I do. Where is this going? Um. So, so is every kid welcome back for the holidays? No. Like if they just showed up at the door? No. And I, I already know what you're thinking. Look, I, I, It's the holidays. I just saw your heart sink from I across know. the table. I know. And I know, believe me, do you know our daughters have come up to me quietly and they're like, okay, dad, now if my brother shows up, I know you kicked him out. I know he's on drugs. I know you hate him, but 
Dad, if he shows up Christmas morning and he's cleaned up and he's looking good and he's holding presents and he knocks at the front door, Dad, what are you going to say? I'm going to say, leave the presents and turn around and get the fuck out of here. What? Look, I don't, why don't, why, why would I want to ruin my Christmas just because someone else wants to have a great Christmas day? Maybe they just want to plug back in. Oh, well, that's nice. That's convenient. Just come back into the family whenever you want. We're all supposed to pretend like nothing ever happened, like nothing ever went wrong. Nothing was ever stolen from us. Friendships weren't ruined. Words weren't said. What is it? I'll get put on pause because, because that's a special day of the year. It's a new beginning. Okay. See, now here's the problem with women and especially mothers. <laughs> Here we go. Mothers do this kind of shit. They're like, wait a second. What did you just say? In fact, it's a new beginning. All right. What defines it as a new beginning? Did he come and say, I'm sorry for everything. I'd like to start over. Can we have a refresh moment? Can we, can we have a new beginning? You absolutely just, you, you, you just pretended all of that happened and said, he's here. It's a new beginning. How do you know if we just opened the door that one day might have there started it, there started it uh, down the road of forgiveness, because down now the road you're, of a conversation. Because now you're the parent that uh, the kid always ends up overdosing on drugs and in the hospital. A, not ours, but a kid. And they go and they bail him out. They get him new clothes. They get him well, a job. Wait, wait, wait. And finally one day, after helping that child 13, 14 times, the parent finally says, I'm done bailing you out of jail. I'm done buying you new clothes. I'm done getting you a job. I've done it 13 times. I'm not starting your life over. And the kid ends up dead. And the parent always says the same thing that you just said. What if, what if I'd have just done it one more time? Maybe that, maybe that would have been the time that he turned things around. And that's what you're telling me right now. What if he comes to the door and you turned him away? But that would have been the beginning of of change. You don't know that though. No. We and don't. okay, so there the, here's a fair question. It's a, it's just a straightforward question. How often or if ever should you keep helping your kids have a second chance and a third chance and a fourth chance? There's some parents who say no, you have to learn when to shut it off. You have to learn when to say no. There does come a time when they only learn through tough love. I agree. There's I agree. other parents out there screaming at me right now <laughs> saying you help them every time you never not help them you help you help you always say yes you you no, always No I do agree it. there has to be there has to be a stopping point There has to be I mean they could deplete our money if they needed money yeah, and they kept no. asking for money if right. it was that's there has to be a time when you have to say no because it'll just deplete are you know what we've worked for and or it, for me emotionally is, there you go it wasn't i was going to say it isn't for me it no it could be financial. emotionally too you could be emotionally exhausted to the point of it's now affecting your relationship you I mean, can emotionally bankrupt a person you oh can. i'm sure yeah i know well so that's all now and, and, and here's what it comes down to and this is the way i explained it to my daughters i said okay i'm having a beautiful wonderful christmas the doorbell rings if I let this person in, my Christmas is ruined. The person on the outside of the door is having a terrible Christmas. If I let them in, their Christmas becomes great. So whose emotions do we take into account more? Uh, One I of us is going to have a great Christmas because 
of the way you answer that door. One right. of us is going to have a bad Christmas. That's it. What if it wasn't Christmas? Would that be a different story? No, I'm just using Christmas as an example. I'm just saying, you know, ruin my day. I know, you know, but what if? What if they came home on a different day? What if it wasn't a holiday? Would that well, be a different story? Would you I approach could, that differently? I could leave. I wouldn't feel, I'd just go for a drive and go, fuck it, I don't want to be here. Go ahead and talk to him. Have a wonderful family afternoon. But when, he, when I come back, he's gone. It could be that. But I wouldn't want to do that on Christmas you said, right. since you brought up a different day. Yeah. Now, I already know you're more in the camp of, if it was Christmas Day, I know my daughters would be crying. You'd be pleading with me. I got it. <laughs> I got it. I understand that that's how that works. And you guys, if I say no, then I'm the bad guy. I didn't fuck up my life. I didn't ruin everything. I didn't leave. And I didn't come back on Christmas Day and inject myself. Right. However, if I'm the one who says no, I'm the bad guy, what did I do wrong? I get it. I get your side of the story. I really, I get it. But it's just like you said, it's the mother's heartstrings that it's tough. It's really tough. Well, you notice I don't, I don't, I don't accuse you of being wrong or all the other women who feel that way. Yeah. You guys are That's just wrong. your opinion. That's yeah. how you react to the situation. Well, and even if it, even if I agreed with you, I'm not saying you're a bad person for feeling that way or you're wrong. I'm just acknowledging the fact that women, mothers have a strong tendency to just accept and you know make it all work because they you guys want that Norman Rockwell sitting around the table moment so bad for your family to feel whole what's your phrase i want all my kids home <laughs> all my chickens home i want all but my I babies but i get what home. you're saying because if you bring this person in it doesn't just affect you it doesn't affect me it affects everybody that's present on that day well, and there's a couple other brothers and sisters that would be on my side going, what the fuck yeah. you let this dude in for now? It interrupts everything. Imagine this. Imagine, and this is something that mothers never think about. They're so absorbed with let's, let's just let it happen and enjoy it. You don't think about this. Let's say every single person, brothers and sisters, dogs and cats, <laughs> and you want this, this son or this child to come in the house. So we do. Now... You have the dad sitting in a chair for the rest of the day, fuming at the situation. How does that play out? Yeah. How, does that, how is that happy for anybody when you've now created a situation where like the main guy, the main character in this story, which I'm happy to say is me, <laughs> of course. Is, is, is now sitting in a chair pissed. How is, you know what women do then? They walk up and say, you know, you're acting childish. You should just calm down. Everything's fine. It's always change the dad, never change the kid. Yeah. The dad has to accept him into the house, not the other way around. I agree. It's, it's, you've now created it. It's tough because now you got one, you're, you're a moment away from ruining Christmas. Mm -hmm. I can see that. I can it's see tough, that. but no, if that's your question, is every kid just allowed to come back, walk up and knock on the door? No. No, nah, not at all. There's there's three in my head right now, and two of them I would be hard pass, and a third one I would raise an eyebrow but be okay. That's okay. It. All righty. Well, so. <laughs> wow. I don't know if we ended on a bad note or not. I don't know. Just paint you out to be an asshole, but hey, <laughs> everybody knows that. Wait a second. That's That's all we did was make me out to look like an asshole? That was what the story was about? But everybody knows that. Did you ever have sex in your parents' house? You know what? That's a personal question. Yeah, you had your three personal questions. Did you? You did, didn't you? <laughs>
I'm sorry, was that too personal? There's nothing too personal. <laughs> but they can't see you're smiling, and then you, you come back with nothing's too personal. You're still smiling. I think we're done here. <laughs> well, then, charm everybody and say, say goodbye. Oh, goodbye, everybody. And if you listened up until this point, thank <laughs> you. And you just, uh, you just made our day. So anyways, go on about your day. Share your smile with somebody. It's really important. You never know if that person needs a smile or not. You just don't know. All right, the music's either coming up or it's been coming up, so I'm going to take off here and shut everything down. I think we got it recorded pretty well. We did a good job without Gen Z Kid because we're having to learn the equipment on our own, which blows, but we're getting it and we're doing it. So hopefully his schedule will loosen up now that the fair is over, now that Buford the Goat situation is over, and he can get back in here and run these things with us. So we do thank you guys for showing up. We do thank you for listening to the whole thing. Hey, you know what? You're not supposed to use the skip button on a podcast. There's not a boring part. They're all interconnected, man. It's like skipping over when you're when you're putting a puzzle together. You're just not doing it right. Listen, I gotta go. Um, I don't know where you are around the world listening from AM, FM, on XM Sirius, or anywhere on the Armed Service Radio Network. But I will tell you this: catch you guys on the flip side. The-